Do your kids want more Mystery Kids episodes? Are you sick of the same ones playing every single day? Well, we have the perfect place for you. Head over to become a Patreon today. For $5 a month, you'll get two more bonus episodes, plus episodes that are already in Patreon. Episodes like The Deepest Hole on Earth, The Great Emu War in Australia of 1932, The Bombing of Hawaii's Volcano, The Dancing Plague, The Ohio Grassman, and some animal fact episodes about the pangolin, the ai the axolotl, and the taipan, plus much, much more. This makes a wonderful birthday present for your kids and gives you way more to talk about as a family, which is the whole point of the Mystery Kids podcast. So for $5 a month, you can get two more bonus episodes plus all the past episodes. To become a patron, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Mystery Kids Pod and sign up today. Thank you so much for your support. On this episode of the Mystery Kids podcast, we'll be talking about the bridge that moved halfway across the world. Welcome to the Mystery Kids podcast. We are so grateful to have you here for another episode of the Mystery Kids podcast. And so I wanted to do a quick shout out for our newest patron. So we have Adessa. Thank you so much. And I wanted to wish you the happiest, happiest birthday. I hope you had a wonderful birthday this August. She just turned eight. So I hope you have the most beautiful birthday week. Then thank you to Aaron and Sam. We're so grateful to have you here. Now on to our episode. For 50 years now, the London Bridge has stretched across a channel of the Colorado River in Arizona. It opened in Lake Havasu City on October 10, 1971. The venerable, beautiful stone bridge used by the likes of Charles Dickens, Queen Victoria, Florence Nightingale, and Jack the Ripper celebrated its 190th birthday last year. How it made its way to the Arizona desert a half a century ago is a bit of a crazy story that revolves around an American entrepreneur who traveled across oceans to make his dream a reality. Now, we all dream of spotting a treasure at a yard sale or an auction that turns out to be an unrecognized item of unimaginable value. And that pretty much sums up the story of Lake Havasu. In 1963, Robert P. McCulloch, who had become successful at making and selling chainsaws, bought a 26-square-mile piece in the desert along the shore of Lake Havasu. Now, he asked his friend C.V. Wood, the designer of Disneyland, to plan and build Lake Havasu City. The community began to take shape with lots being sold at a modest pace. Now, the town might have remained just another quiet retirement community, except the traffic increased halfway around the planet, and that would change the town of Lake Havasu forever. Now, this this is where the London Bridge comes in. The 1831 London Bridge was the last project of engineer John Rennie, and it was completed by his son, John Rennie. By 1962, the London Bridge was sinking into the Thames River because too much traffic and because the bridge was not designed to handle the never-ending flow of trucks and automobiles. So rather than destroy the bridge, it was put up for sale at auction. 
Now, this is where the story gets interesting. McCulloch is building a town from the ground up in Arizona, and somehow he decides what he needs to tie this desert outpost together is a bridge from England, a bridge that was built while mountain men were still trapping beaver in the wilds of Arizona. McCulloch's real estate agent, Robert Plummer, learned that the London Bridge was for sale and convinced McCulloch to buy it and bring it to the area to attract potential land buyers. The initial response from McCulloch was, that is the craziest idea I've ever heard. But after consideration, he decided to go ahead and purchase it for 1.02 million pounds, or 2.46 million at the time. In 1968, the London Bridge became the world's largest antique ever bought and sold. The bridge's facing stones were then removed, with each numbered and positioned and cataloged. Now, after the bridge was dismantled, the stones were transported to a quarry in Maryville, Devon, where 15 to 20 centimeters, 6 to 8 inches, were sliced off many of the original stones. Now, Plummer arranged with a cargo ship company that was going to sail a newly built ship without any cargo from the UK to the US. Plummer negotiated to pay for all the voyage's operating costs in return for carrying the bridge's stone as cargo to the US, which was far less than the going rate of shipping costs. So the new ship transported the bridge in pieces through the Panama Canal and unloaded it at the port of Long Beach, California. Now from there, they were trucked inland and carefully put back together with one change. The bridge was actually made stronger by adding a steel frame to handle heavy traffic, an addition that would have allowed the bridge to stay in London if it had been used in the first place. The deal also included the lampposts on top of the bridge that were made from Neapolitan's cannon captured at Waterloo. Now, a channel was dredged beneath the span at a cost of $7 million, almost three times of what the actual bridge cost. This means that McCulloch had actually spent about $10 million to make his dream for the town of Lake Havasu a reality. Now, water now flowed from Lake Havasu into Thompson Bay. The reconstruction of the bridge took three years, spanning 930 feet. The bridge connects the mainland to an island in the Colorado River known as Pittsburgh Point. It's one of the few islands that can be reached by walking. Motorists, pedestrians, and cyclists all use London Bridge. The London Bridge was dedicated in 1971 with the help of the Lord Mayor of London. And on October 10, 1971, a lavish dedication ceremony welcomed the bridge to its new home with nearly 25,000 people in attendance. McCulloch's work paid off. The bridge drew plenty of attention over the years. Now today, Lake Havasu is home to more than 57,000 residents, and London Bridge has become the largest man-made tourist attraction in Arizona. Located just 200 miles northwest of the valley, today Lake Havasu City has a lot to offer, including beautiful sandy beaches and plenty of outdoor recreation activities, such as boating, water skiing, and fishing. Like so many towns perched at the water's edge, Lake Havasu City attracts a wide range of travelers, boaters, fishermen, beachgoers, spring breakers, RVers, and snowbirds all show up. 
Somehow, they all find what they're looking for on the shores of Lake Havasu. Now, if you visit Lake Havasu today, you can go for a self-guided walking tour of the London Bridge to learn the story's history of the stone and concrete structure. You can see the scars from World War II and hear about the mysterious ghosts that still haunt the bridge. You can also see many love locks attached by many tourists to the fence on London Bridge. Couples put a key lock on the fence and throw the key into the river, symbolizing that they will never allow their love to be broken. Now, the reason I picked this for this week's episode is because last year we went to Lake Havasu and it was absolutely incredible. It was such a fun trip. The kids had a blast. Um, The lake shores are beautiful with the sand and we went in March or was it February Uh, so it was still a bit cold and we happened to pick one of the coldest weekends that they had like had the entire year Um, so it was a bit chilly but it was such a beautiful place Uh, the beaches were so much fun the kids just were digging up little seashells all during that time and then we actually put a love lock on the London Bridge as well so we have a little part of us always there in Lake Havasu so in the land of lighthouse Houses, seagulls, white sandy beaches, and the swaying palm trees. London Bridge is a happy transplant that found its place in the sun, and you can be part of it by visiting it yourself. So make sure that you go take some time to spend at Lake Havasu in Arizona. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you give us a five-star rating on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Head over to Instagram and give us a follow, and we'll see you next time at the Mystery Kids Podcast. Thanks for listening.